What's up, y'all? It's your host, Sensei NK, and I'm back again with not my co-host, but a special guest. Hello, my name is KV. I go to the University of Minnesota. I'm 20 years old, and I don't know what we're going to be talking about today, but mm. you'll get to know who I am throughout this fair episode. Fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. But today, 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 I wanted to... What's, what's it called? Trade swords? What's it when you like, you like bat ideas off each other, off people? Yeah, trade swords, I yeah, guess. Yeah, okay, sure. trade, trade swords. We're going to have a little <laughs> video of people trading swords right here. But um, <laughs> first, I would like to ask, who are you? Who am I? Yes. Um, I am... That's a tough question. In a sense of what do you care about, what makes you you, and what do you think shapes around you? Yeah, so I think the biggest thing is I care about myself. I care about being able to um, be successful in my own life mm -hmm. and be able to uh, like try to inspire others to do the same. And I want to be understanding towards other people's situations. and. Just learn from others, but also learn from myself, too. I feel that. I feel that. Wait, you said that you care about yourself. Yeah. That is something that's very... That is a different take than most people. Because I feel that, for especially sure. in most women, they have a tendency to care about everybody else. Except for themselves. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And that's, like, such a rare trait for people to have. Because I feel like the world is constantly putting you at a place where you're forced to care about other people despite mm -hmm. what you feel about yourself. Mm -hmm. I feel that's just a very rare thing. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that a lot of people like tend to like associate uh, caring about yourself with being selfish. Mm -hmm. And that's not necessarily the case. Like, I, th I am a firm believer that you can't love uh, anyone else until you truly love yourself. Mm. Um, so, like, loving yourself has nothing to do with being selfish and uh, being greedy. It's all about making sure that you and your immediate surroundings are to the best of their abilities before you try to step outside of your control and your own space. What do you think? Okay, at what point in your life do you think that you stepped away from caring about yourself and why did you do that? That's a really good question. Um, so I think that in most regards of my life, I'm a really like uh, a person that exercises a great amount of control and I lose that control when I'm in like intimate relationships. Mm, okay. So when I've been in intimate relationships before, I tend to put the, like them way before myself and my own cares. And that has always kind of led to me... Um, like negatively affecting my own mental health or mm, like my okay. own self by I guess like when I like invest so much energy into someone else then like I don't like I end up being spread so thin that I don't have enough energy to focus on like my own problems okay to an extent that like is only like I usually only find when I'm in like a very like exclusive and intimate relationship but like I am at a point in my life right now where 
I want to work on being able to support myself first mm-hmm. so that I'm able to support someone else without it negatively harming me. I feel that. Wow, that makes me think of um, something about relationships, right? So I was talking to my friend about marriage and how I feel like it just doesn't work anymore because people are constantly thinking it's a 50, it's supposed to be 50-50, but in real life it's supposed to be 100-100. Yeah. And yeah, that's a really good way to put it. There's no reason for people to compromise anymore, mm-hmm. especially with the gain of, especially day and apps and stuff like that. It, there's been a societal push for people to not, in a sense, settle mm-hmm. for for the other person, which in a sense is if you ever find a flaw in that other person, people are so quick to say, oh, just dump them. Right. Before there's no need to work through, through things anymore. Yeah. And I feel like that's why marriages just will not work. Yeah. Especially in the next coming years. Well, yeah, that's the thing is like any sort of relationship, whether it's romantic or platonic, requires effort and discipline every single day. It's mm-hmm. not you reach this stage in a relationship and then you don't have to continue trying. You reach the stage in a relationship and you have to continue to put in work so that it maintains that health. Well, do you think people success. should settle though? Um, I think that you have your reasons for caring for someone, for loving Mm -hmm. for someone, and yes, no human is perfect, everyone is going to have their flaws, and you should be able to accept them for who they are, but also, you care about them, and for that reason, you want them to get better. Mm. And if you want them to get better, then you're willing to be patient and work through those flaws, and communicate about them. And be like, okay, this is um, something about you that I wish you would change. And I'm not going to cut you off because of it, but I want to see you get better and see you like progress as a person. And I'm willing to be patient and be with you like through that. Mm. To a certain extent, I guess, you know. What do you mean to a certain extent? I feel like that's where the gray spot comes. Yep. If it, like, and this is obviously so much easier said than done, Mm -hmm. but if you feel like it's starting to negatively affect you, Mm -hmm. and, like, I don't know, like, I don't know how to give an example of this, but, like, there comes to a point where you're like, wow, like, this relationship isn't healthy. Mm, I feel that, I feel that. Like, if you leave, like the presence with someone and you feel tired or like emotionally drained or just like in a negative space at all and that like energy be like continues on and on then Mm -hmm. maybe it's not right for you to like surround yourself with that person i feel that i feel that do you think see the thing that makes me think of is we are made to be polyamorous Mm-hmm. Well, if you don't know who that is, what that is, in a sense, is being able to be in a relationship with multiple people mm-hmm. at the same time. I feel like people are meant to be like that, especially, hmm. Actually, what do you think about that? Because I saw your eyes light up. There's other people I, in the room. Yeah. <laughs> hey, guys. I am totally in agreement with you. I think... It can be hard to only be loved by one person when, as human beings, we are so complicated. And there is so much to us, and there are 
different types of needs that need to be met and maybe not one person can fulfill all of those requirements. I think polyamorous relationships are amazing and I fully support them, but also they can be a lot more work because there is that aspect of jealousy and um, wanting to be like one-on-one -on -one with this person. Mm -hmm. So I think that the communication has to be really, really strong. Yeah. But I also think that's like a great way to grow, mm -hmm. especially in your communication. Communication is so important. It's the bottom line for everything. Mm -hmm. Communication yes. is always like, if it's not there, then nothing else will be able to succeed in the relationship. You have to be able to express yourself like completely and honestly with that person for like there to be any hope of success in the relationship. And polyamorous relationships, they totally can be successful if the communication is there. Mm. See, I feel like the only problem that I have with polyamorous relationship is being able to split yourself emotionally for the different people. I feel like that will, in a sense, in a sense change who you are psychologically and it'll change the way that you love another person because you will tend to come compartmentalize things it's just like if you have somebody that's literally you have them just for sex or you have them just to talk just to talk to or you have someone that's just there to hear your emotions or someone that you just hang out with to stay with that being able to separate all those parts of love or at least extreme like because i feel like love isn't really a thing it's the only thing that the only point of love is so we can understand who is in the community and who you should protect. That's like the whole point of love. That's the only importance or need mm -hmm. for love. And when you be able to comp compartmentalize, ah, where it's terrible. <laughs> but when you do that, you're not exactly loving the person in whole in totality. Okay. Uh, but as women, do you think, how do you guys see relationships as women? Um, I think like when I'm in a relationship that has like a sexual aspect to it, I personally prefer like the exclusivity of that. Like I don't want to like share my partner with anyone else. <laughs> like that's why is that? Um why I think that it's like I find like there's so much emotional connection for me to sex. Mm -hmm. Like like, when I, like, choose to give my body to someone, it's, like, more than just, like, my body. Like, I'm giving, like, my whole self. Mm. And, like, I, like, don't want to give that to someone just for them to kind of, like, not value it the same as me and go, like, share that experience with someone else, like, so easily. Do you feel like that's kind of, in a sense, what ruined men because of there's no reason for you to care about sex? And I feel like that's, like, the most... Not the most important, but the most connected you could be with another person. And the fact mm -hmm. that society pushes it so much and there's more of a, it doesn't matter, rack up as money as you can. There's... I bro, I've always hated that shit. And mm -hmm. like, like, yeah, like it's a stereotype that guys have, but I truly don't believe that all guys are like that. Like that it's like all guys like have this mentality that like sex it's, is just like an activity like it's okay to just like 
have like a super high body count and not build this emotional connection. I truly believe that guys are just as capable of it's, like... It's not that they're only capable of doing that, but they're, there's way more benefits in doing that. There's so much prayers, there's so much doors that open when you're very sexually connected with I a think, lot of people. Yeah. Really? Like what? Like that doesn't make any sense to me. Okay, for example, um, people see dudes that have a lot of sex as cooler people. I'm more in time to find you attractive if... Well, I'm not going to speak for you, but let's say... Let's put another one. Mm-hmm, a woman mm-hmm. is more likely to find that dude attractive if she sees that other women also find him attractive. Okay, valid. Exactly. And your social skills are through the roof because you're constantly you're able to talk to these people. Yep. And if your social skills are through the roof, you're able to get better jobs... You better to connect mm-hmm. with people. Oh, yeah. So, like, social skills is so important. Mm-hmm. Not just in, like, your social life, but, like, yeah, in your career, too. You have to have that emotional quotient. Like, like you may be smart, but if you can't, like, be, like, personable with another person, be able to connect, you're not going to get anywhere. Exactly. There's only so many paths in life you can travel on your own yep exactly before you have to connect with others and mm-hmm. i definitely like agree that that like gives men an advantage mm-hmm. i saw this tiktok though okay and it said that like this girl was like yeah i believe that guys who have been in long-term relationships and maybe have a much lower body count than someone who has never been in a relationship but has like hooked up with a lot of girls mm-hmm is actually better at sex than the person oh, yeah, who has like a higher body count because like if you have like all of these one night stands you're not getting better you're not, you're not getting, getting reps yeah <laughs> you're not getting reps like you're, there's not like both like people in that situation are not qu- quite yet comfortable mm-hmm. with like giving like feedback and like saying like i want you to improve on this because it's only for one night so there's no like (laughs) there's there's no repercussion for like the guy slash girl to like get the other one off i exactly there's no reason for me to make you finish if i literally only gonna see you once yes like it's gonna be like (laughs) six hours and you're gonna leave in the morning and then like bye like in the morning at night. <laughs> nights, oh my god. <laughs> I, like my I mean, true. Yeah. But like, like, yeah, you get my point though. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I think like guys, like, it comes from other like guys too. Oh, yeah, like, most feeding definitely. into each other, being yeah. like, this is what like makes you like clouded is mm-hmm. like you've had sex with a lot of girls. But like, why though? Like, why can't we encourage like emotional connections like in sex like i think that's so important um well one thing it's just for dudes you're viewed as weaker especially surprisingly if you have emotions from women yes bro yes bro i hate that it's so crazy bro from girls yes not from women. actually um from people that you're sexually attracted to not your female friends Mm. Have female friends. That's weird as fuck if you don't. <laughs> That's so weird. That's so weird. But um, when when you do when you are able to have a lot when you do have a lot of sex with other women, um, the tendency for you to have more female friends is way higher because of women are like, okay, if all these women are cool with him, I'm weird if I'm also not cool with him. There's a reason that these women are around him. He's not weird. That's like. In a sense, I feel like that's what the psychological thing is. Uh, 
I mean, what? You're gonna fuck a weird dude? <laughs> you're gonna fuck a kidnapper? That doesn't like, mean- like no, but like I like all of like the guy friends that I have, like I don't know, like most of them are gay. Fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> Do you know why? Because they're not weird. True. And like yeah, like we feel like comfortable around them for sure. There's exactly. not even like the possibility for like any sort of like sexual advancement there. Exactly. And that makes us feel like really safe. Exactly. exactly. Um uh, But like mm-hmm. being like sexually like attracted to someone, like you like I don't know, maybe it's just me personally, but a lot of the people I go after, like, they tend to only be friends with guys. <laughs> I mean, I feel like it's a lot easier to be friends with dudes. Dudes, dudes, friendships are so much easier. They're so much simpler. Oh, yeah. yeah. Girls, like, yes. Girls are complicated. Like, uh, coming from a girl, <laughs> girls are complicated. Way more complicated than guys. Like, guys are so easy to figure out. But girls, like, they require such, like, a deep level of emotional connection mm-hmm. with, like, everyone in their lives, I exactly, believe. Exactly, exactly. Um, and they like to talk about, like, very, like, intimate things. Like, we really? like to talk about, like, our, like, sexual relationships with, like, or, like, what we've been doing. Like, you know, what's going on in, like, our, like, private lives. It's like the tea. We just want to know, like, the drama that's going on in your life and be able to give you advice. But I feel like guys don't usually share things like that when it comes to their... Like, very personal, private, like, intimate relationships. There's not a lot of... It's not very normal to just, like, casually talk about that. What do you mean, the intimate? Like, we're not going to talk about, like, the actions of... No, not like, you're just like, oh, like, this is what I did last night. But, like... Flip around, jump in the seat. But, like, it's like, oh, like... If you're having issues in, like, a a personal relationship, Mm -hmm. like... Do you talk about that in, like, a group of people? Or do you usually just go to one person that you, like, trust? Like, this is someone that I know will listen to me and, like, give me advice or just, like, be there to support me. Or it's, like, I want to tell, like, all of my friends because, like, I know that all of them will be interested and invested in this. Um, there's two types of... There's two types. Especially for dudes is if I want to just rant... Because I feel like women do this a lot where, like, they don't really want an answer. They just want to have yeah, someone to listen to them. Oh, absolutely. Exactly. I usually come to one of my female friends to talk about something like that. But if it's um, more like I need constructive ideas mm-hmm. on what's going on mm-hmm. and need another person to validate that emotion, I just go to, like, a group of my guy friends. Okay. Yeah. To Interesting. Tell, to tell me if it's weird. Mm-hmm. Because of, I feel like with women, there's a... The cognitive dissonance, dissonance mm-hmm. between what's actually happening and what they really want to happen. Actually happening, what they want to happen. Yeah. Hmm. Do you want to explain that more? Yeah. Let me explain that more. Um, for example, for example, um, you, I feel like women have a tendency to feel like everything at the end should be all right, no matter what's going on. There's always like the positive end to the thing. Okay. But I feel like men are forced to be more realistic because if you're acting like everything will be okay at the end, you're setting yourself up for failure and there's nothing else that's going to like catch you from failing. Mm. So, like, if a dude is fucking up, it's so much easier to tell him, bro, get the fuck out. Like, mm-hmm. 
you lose all social standard, all social status and shit like that. You lose your money, shit like that. Yep. But if it's, but if it's for a woman, there's not that tendency of it's just... It's an optimistic outlook. Exactly. Yeah. You're more rewarded for being optimistic than for dudes. And, like, be patient with the situation. Exactly. Try to, like, see it out, see if it'll work out, exactly. and move in, like, a more positive direction. Exactly. Whereas, exactly. like, guys are, like, a lot quicker to be, like, backtrack, red flag, well, get, out, get the fuck out of here. Because you'd be so damned for a dude if you've, like, if you've had this, like, six months, nine months, a year, and there are all these red flags you're just missing because you're in love, it's foolish. It is. No. Oh my gosh. Absolutely. <laughs> and like, I like completely agree. Like you shouldn't go that long seeing all these red flags <laughs> and like blindly ignoring them because you are in love. That's just like foolishly in love. And like, I get it. I sympathize. Like I know what it's like to feel so strongly for someone that you mm-hmm. make exceptions mm-hmm. and you, and well, and this goes back to what we were talking about before about, um, like accepting others flaws. Mm hmm. What's the difference between a flaw and a red flag? Exactly, exactly. You know? Um, And I feel like people just naturally want to fix other people. Wait, do y'all agree that women like to fix dudes? Yes. Yeah, I love that. Jesus Christ. Why? What is it in you that wants to fix them? Fix. It's a horrible cycle, but women are naturally, I think, just healers and mm. caretakers Nurturing. and mothers. Mm. Literally, we want to take care of people yeah. and help them progress. But it can be a really toxic cycle for us to fall into. Yeah. I, like, that's you, also wait, the thing. You know, actually, keep finishing, finish what you're saying, but I'm going to loop it back in a bit. But mm-hmm. continue, continue. Mm-hmm. Um, I, like... Like, there's always, it's always really important for me in a relationship that each person has their own sense of independence. Mm -hmm. And just because you are in a relationship doesn't mean that you can have control over the other person. Mm -hmm. Or there has to be this, like, dependency on the other person. Yes, I want to take care of you. Yes, I want to... I don't want to say fix you because it has such like a negative connotation to it now. But, like, Mm -hmm. I want to be there for you, care for you, all this stuff. But... Ultimately, at the end of the day, if you are not able to take care of yourself, then I, I don't want to have to take care of you because that creates this sense of dependency on me. Mm. And that's when relationships start, relationships start getting toxic mm. is when you aren't able to live without each other or you feel like you're not able to live without each other. And then it's like, I need you in my life. It's like, no, I don't need you in my life. I want you in my life. I think you make me better. But if I didn't have you, I will still be whole. I'm still like my own person. I still lead my own life and am able to function and grow and progress on my own. But like I choose to have you in my life. I enjoy you there. I enjoy you there. Mm -hmm. And I think that we can positively benefit off of each other. Just benefit off of each other. (laughs) But like... (laughs) that can't happen in a healthy way until mm-hmm. you're able to take care of yourself. And mm-hmm. that's why like I'm always like I care about myself. Self-care is always so important because I can't take care of someone else before I'm able to take care of myself. Like I feel that. Yeah. I feel that. Always put yourself first, always. But the next step that got me thinking is what do you do once you fixed do you still do you still have that 
in turn like still want for them because i feel um, like once you've fixed them you've like had enough of them there's so, no reason for them to still yeah be that's really like that's a valid question i think the term fixing it implies that there is a beginning and, and then, then like in an end fixed yeah and a fixed there's a needs to be fixed and then there's an already fixed state whereas i more think it's um like a progression mm-hmm. and there's no like end state it's just a constant like increase mm-hmm. and a constant betterment throughout your life like every day you wake up you're better than the person that you were before but that doesn't mean like tomorrow you can't be better than you are today Mm. and like there's no oh yeah i'm already fixed i don't need to do anything i'm perfect the way i am you should wake up every day being like what can i do even better than i did this ah fuck with that fuck with that yeah but why do you think people fall out of love once they've like got to that fixed stage because I feel like that's something I don't that know I, if I can sympathize with that. I've never been in that situation before. Really? Yeah. You never got the goal of just fixing them? Never just got no, it's not like a, oh, hurrah, like, <laughs> like, you know, like, you, like, finally, like, reached this goal that I had, like, 50 mm. XP points. Mm. Like, <laughs> it's, like, I want you to, like, just, like, be, like, better every single day. Like, this sounds, like, so redundant, mm. but... Like, but because like the thing I was because I was talking with my female friends and she was like, yeah, he's just not the dude I met after like they've been together for a while. And mm-hmm. then I was like, why did y'all break up? She's like, oh, he's just not the dude that I I met. And he basically just like he changed like he's have like long shaggy hair, but now he cut it all off. Okay, it's cut. Um, you suggest more like streetwear, but now it's like more preppy because that's what the type of energy she's on. And she's like, yeah, he's just not the same dude. Okay. I feel like that is just what's inevitable to happen uh-huh. when you when women go on like the tirade of trying to fix somebody. So, I'm like like there's obviously like a lot I don't know about this relationship. Oh, yeah, but did definitely. she like? Did you feel like she pushed all of that onto him, or did he change because he chose to? That's fair. That's you fair. Know, if this like, could have just been his eventual growth. Yeah, his oh, eventual fair. growth, or like her like kind of just like natural like rubbing off on him whether or not like it was forced Mm -hmm. i think is probably like really important like she wasn't like begging him to like change and Mm -hmm. cut off his hair and change the way that like he dressed of course but he did it because as he spent more time with her he saw the way that she lived and the other people that she was probably surrounded by and was Mm -hmm. like i want to be more like her i want to be more like them Mm -hmm just naturally because that's what happens when you surround yourself with different people you like their influence rubs off on you oh most definitely most definitely so like was it um her only her doing or was it just their relationship and how it progressed as like they interacted more with each other see i think it was her okay. <laughs> i think okay. she was being toxic yeah <laughs> you watch this too you know exactly what i'm talking about <laughs> oh evil but no um yeah because like it was just like the little tirades that she would go on and I would just peep him like changing with the relationship and I was just mm-hmm. it was such a weird thing. Mm-hmm. But you know what? I'll probably have you on the episode. That's probably what I'll do. Yeah. See you soon. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but no, I'm um we went past a point I was gonna hit on later, uh earlier. Yeah. But um red flags. Because you've seen on TikToks all the the red have you are yes. you on that side? Yes, bro. I know what a red flag is. <laughs> <laughs> of 
course, of course. What is the craziest red flag you've ever seen? Or what's some of the red flags y'all have seen? He mistreats service workers slash waitresses slash elderly people. He just might be a bad person. Yeah, Yeah, I I think they're just a bad person. (laughs) (laughs) That is so weird. I never understood how you could like. Yeah, being rude. Be just naturally rude. Like, why do you have to be evil to someone you don't even know? Like, Like, what do they ever do to you? Just no reason. Like, oh my god, that should be so terrible. Yep. Yeah, this is when I was younger. Um, one of my friends was so. <laughs> I don't know if this is white culture, but just being like just mean to their parents is that like just a thing? Oh, oh my god. god! I know how. Oh my god. God. <laughs> I could do a whole episode about just this, bro. Like, bitch, I'm literally white and I can't watch that shit. Like, I can't. yeah. So that's like a really big thing in like immigrant culture or just mm-hmm. like POCs in general. Mm-hmm. Like, you have respect for your elders. At least like, that's like minimal. Yes. Like, if they are older than you, they automatically have this respect. And yeah, in a way, it's very Mm old-fashioned. But I still think, like, there's no reason to, like, talk to your parents especially, but Mm -hmm. anyone, with, like, an inherently rude tone. Of course. And, like, I've seen this a lot in, like, my, like, white friends. Mm -hmm. Sorry to generalize, but... um, (laughs) Generalize them. Woo! (laughs) I support... (laughs) But, like, they, like, tend to adopt this, like, really, like, nonchalant kind of tone where it's, like, they speak to their parents in the same way they speak like to, like, their, their whole, friends. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, like, I I was, like, I grew up, like, that was not okay. <laughs> like, no, like, like, so in Vietnamese culture, mm-hmm. like, you have, like, there's different, like, um kind of like labels like Mr. Mrs. It's like very mm. similar to that, but it's based on your generation and mm. like your, your generational like gap. Okay. So like if like there's a person that is um like in your parents' generation but they're older or younger than mm-hmm. your parents, like that makes a difference in how you address them. And like the older you are, the more respect that it like grants you. Oh yeah. Um so it's very heavily dependent on your age. And I feel like there's not that, like, same, like, formality mm-hmm. in, like, talking to people, like, in, like, American or, like, white culture. I hate saying, like, white culture. I feel like that's, like, wrong. Nah. She's <laughs> <laughs> white person just gave me the vibe. <laughs> but, like, like, there's definitely, like... Like, I'm, I am just as American as anyone else, so, like, saying, like, American culture, like, seems wrong, too. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But, like, it is, like, white culture. <laughs> <laughs> See, I feel like, though, there's such a, especially with capitalism, there's such a go, go, go mentality. Mm-hmm. And there's always, like, a, if you're not making money, you're not you're not, there's no worth to you, right? Correct. And I feel like that's why there's so much of a demeaning energy, especially to like elderly people because they're not able to continue working. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, that's a a really interesting way that I've never really like viewed it before. Mm -hmm. Um, Like relating it back to like, kind of like your like material worth is like, Mm -hmm. what like, are you bringing in like any money? And if you're not, then you're not worth anything, Mm -hmm. which I think is really interesting. But like, they did their part, you know, like they like they lived their life. And now like, 
like it's more of like for me like accepting like the cycle of life where mm-hmm. like you you know you like when you're in your prime you're successful and you're productive and you're giving back to the earth that you live on but like just like anything else like your time comes to an end Mm -hmm. and as your time comes to an end like you like lose like a lot of your like physical strength and obviously Mm -hmm. people retire and they stop working but like it's not that you should be like devalued any less or like valued any less than someone who is like in their prime um which is why i feel like there's like um like this like sense of like respect i have for like old people (laughs) because like they're so wise of course yes i like because every every day i wake up and i realize that i am so much wiser than i was like the day before and like as i get older i learn more things I absorb more experiences and the only way to truly learn from something is to experience it yourself oh, I, I believe oh, and so like out. yeah and if you've lived for 80 years on this life you have 80 years of experiences like mm-hmm. you've absorbed so much information and so many emotions and like that in and of itself mm-hmm. makes you like so knowledgeable and valuable mm-hmm. um and to be able to have that respect for someone, it's like you've lived your life and you've gone through these stories and like I want to someday like uh, end up in that same position. I feel that. I feel that. Oh, we're a half hour in and I yeah. haven't asked any questions. Oh, sick world. <laughs> <laughs> I could talk for hours just about anything. Oh, of course. Yeah, I love going on tangents. Those are my favorite. <laughs> oh, one red flag that um, I I really live by mm-hmm. is if a dude only has only guy if a dude only has only guy friends and if a girl says I don't like having female friends I only have guy friends I hate that I hate that yes. really yes. yeah yes I don't like that like you're gonna base like your like friends off of like a gender i also hate girls who are toxic to other girls mm, okay. that's a really common trait See, i think it's just easier to be toxic just to be toxic for a woman because of like you're constantly put in a position of you need to be better than other girls. Yes. I see that yes. straight. 100%. 100%. Like yes. we've created this culture whether it's conscious or not to like compete like it's like a level of like competition. Uh oh. Did it stop? Yeah. Uh oh. Uh, I need to use the bathroom anyway, so oh, this yeah. is like a good like pee break. You know I am not. Yeah, I like there is definitely a like pattern among straight women, especially. Mm-hmm. to kind of have this like like competing mentality instead of like like showing like compassion like towards others it's like oh like either you're better or you're worse than me what do you think that is it's a culture men. of yeah it's a culture <laughs> of like fighting over men yeah and like fighting for like attention mm. that's and fair i, I that's hate fair. that that's fair i hate that too and like uh, admittedly like I have not been perfect in this like I have like my points of like seeing like other women and like being like oh wow like they're beautiful and being like 
like instead of being like yeah good for them like they're so gorgeous it's like oh i wish i could be like them mm. you know i just have a little internal hatred for them yeah because mm-hmm. it's like i they have something that i don't and i don't like that and it's like mm, like i i wish i could change my perspective and be like oh they have something that i really admire and like that's really great like yes. and also, appreciating from that. an outside perspective as someone who loves women and is attracted to women i've always seen that stand out so much among like straight culture Mm -hmm. and like i think it's so much easier to not feel that comparison when i'm literally like attracted to them like instead of like wanting to be them like i just want them yeah Mm -hmm. and i think that's a really different perspective so it's always been kind of clear to me like just seeing women like go against each other for that reason when we really need to like support each other like women could be very strong as a collective but it's so hard to do that under the patriarchy Mm -hmm. it's a strong system i feel like the way that women are seen in this world is like the reason why they're put against each other so easily and they fall so easily into being put against each other is because of their only value that they've that they've been put on is the their attractiveness right Mm -hmm. and i feel like that's just like a that's so superficial and it's something that's it's so easy to change how attractive you are if you just don't put up with the like with the maintenance of mm-hmm. what you do to stay beautiful mm-hmm. like let's say you don't work out like you you've been working all your life and then you just stop or let's say you've been eating right and you just stop or just stop eating at all the other day i was laughing because i realized like our society's hyper obsession with ass Mm. and like that made me it was just making me laugh so hard i was like that's just crazy like people are literally obsessed with butt cheeks like i go through my tiktok it's all workout videos for how to get your butt big or just like girls showing their butt which like go off but like i just think it's kind of silly like people are so obsessed with ass and Mm titties honestly like the hourglass figure now and like and it's just like it's nothing it's else. all based off of physical appearance exactly like on social media i see so many like influencers or like verified accounts that have a lot of followers and i'm like i go through their account and i'm like you're literally just like hot that's yeah. it like you don't do anything else there like Kim Kardashian is like the like the poster child, not child, poster woman for it. Like it's like like so many like people and like this is part of like human nature too. Mm -hmm. But it's to like base like your judgment of someone based off off of how they look, not like what they do, what their talents, what they bring to the table in terms of like their personality, but like what they bring to the table in terms of, like, how you view them on, like, a very, like, surface level. See, I think that's just our lizard brain being Mm -hmm. activated because, Mm -hmm. like, that is, like, like, that's such an easy way to put things together because, like, um, if they're attractive, they're more likely to have more money and they have more resources and things like that. So you're more inclined to give people that are attractive the benefit of doubt in most situations. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, pretty privilege is... A thing. It is, it is so real. It is mm-hmm. so real. Like, you are, like, so much more likely to get that job if you are physically attractive. Of course. In any sense. People are more willing to listen to you and what you have to say if you are attractive. Mm-hmm. I feel like it boils out because, like, 
I want to look at, they want to look at you more. Yeah, yeah. Like, and it, it's like pretty like unfortunate, mm-hmm. like that, like so much of like, not for me though. Like, <laughs> <laughs> y'all be smooth. <laughs> but it's sad that like, like everything is like, not everything, but like, so much is based off of how you look. Mm-hmm. I think that's really like, that's something that like, I want to work to change. And I'm not, like, perfect in that. I definitely judge people based on the way they look. Because mm-hmm. it's the simplest way to see if it's safe or not. It's yeah. primal. Exactly. It's a primal yes, instinct. it is. And it's really unfortunate. But, like, that's just the way things are. Um, so, like, being conscious of the fact that it's, like, part of human nature. And, like, trying to, like, consciously make, like, a change in the way you perceive other people is like the first step towards the right direction Mm. being aware of it is always the first step in the right direction you don't have to immediately fix it but if you know that something is a problem that is already like moving towards success see the thing is i don't think the majority of people find that as a problem uh pretty privileged and things of of that nature because like they've been in a sense winning or they've been benefited for so long there's no reason to change it for example like like i was saying with more attractive people they have they tend to be more they have more money Mm -hmm. more wealth why would i remove the wealth that i have for another person and i feel like that's the reason why capitalism doesn't well that's why it works but it's so easy that it puts other people below you yes oh literally capitalism runs off women's insecurities Oh, like, yeah. Beauty industry the is what? beauty standard is uh-huh. constantly changing, and it makes us pay money to buy the new makeup, hair, new Whatever body, style it is new in. style, yep. like everything. Mm-hmm. They want us to be constantly changing. Yep. And yeah, I uh, think that's horrible. How do you put the, the emphasis of changing then? How do you put it inside someone to work towards changing, especially with their own bodies and their right. own mentality and stuff like I that? I think women honestly need to, like, neglect the male gaze, if that makes sense. Like, we need to stop basing our value off of what the new style is or what the new body standard is or what men even think of us because mm. that's not our worth. Our worth is decided by ourselves and who we are, and I think... Mm-hmm to stop like put a stop to that women just need to literally like be who they are and be confident in that and not feel obliged to follow the standard yeah and that's so much easier said than it done. is yeah mm-hmm. truly it is like, a lot like because it affects me like mm-hmm. just as much mm-hmm. it affects like every other woman like and social media like it plays such a huge part in like that like perpetuation mm-hmm. of like the culture and like, these like unrealistic body standards and beauty standards and like that's just one of like the million reasons why like I like want to like stop using social media so much is because like I see like all these like beautiful women like on Instagram or TikTok or whatever and I'm like why 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 do I why do I not look like that what can I do to look more like her and like like there's a reason that like she's she got all of these likes and all these Mm -hmm. views it's like she's beautiful and like I want that there's one thing that upsets me so much about TikTok because I found out that I'm real world handsome, but on TikTok, <laughs> I'm ugly as shit. So <laughs> no. I try 
tried, bro. I tried to be like people one of those. People are ruthless. I tried one of those hot boys on TikTok, and it's like, yeah, it just didn't work. It just Who didn't cares work. though? Me uh, too. I act like the hottest bitch on TikTok, and it's, it's because just, I believe but I like, am. Like, of course you care about it. Like, it's just like it's only natural that like mm. that's how like you react and like mm. you want that kind of like validation from others. Exactly. And when you don't you get it, you like seek it like and, even more, and it sucks. It's a toxic cycle. And now I'm here on TikTok making jokes, and I want to be out here showing my ass. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm here for. Yeah. Damn. I totally feel you, and, like, it's a really, like, I think, honestly, like, we're moving in the right direction. Mm-hmm. People are becoming more aware of, like, this isn't, like, realistic. Like, why are women mm-hmm. comparing themselves to these, like, um, like, crazy body standards or whatever, like, yeah. standards it may be? Um, there's definitely been like a lot more attention drawn to that and it's definitely not going to happen overnight. Oh, of course not. So like, yeah, we are moving in the right direction and I think like action in and change in like a culture that's so widespread, like, and like affects so many people, it has to start with yourself and how you view yourself before Mm. you can try to make other people change the way they view you or view themselves. Like your like main responsibility should be like your own perception of whether it's others or yourself and how you treat yourself like you have the most control over like your own thoughts and actions so that's where you should start oh god and on that note i just say thank y'all for pulling up um Yes, thanks for having us. This was a great episode. This is a great episode. We had such a good time talking with you today. Most definitely, most definitely. Uh, If y'all want to find their social medias, it'll be down below. If you got this far, I appreciate it. And if you're on YouTube, I don't know what I'm going to do with this, but um, (laughs) I appreciate it. Leave a like. Yeah, send it to your friends. And if you have a friend that's uh, suffering from trying to see themselves in the light that they should, I think they summed it up in a very ethical way. And conscious way. Absolutely. Put memes on the background of this. (laughs) Right, y'all. Bye. Bye.